Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, he is Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. See, senor. You know what it is? It's a dimly lit room. Within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And today, we're under the tutelage of our general manager, Volodymyr Zelensky, and the courageous Ukrainian people. And really, it could have been our general manager every day for the last several months. Inflation. Yeah. Frustration. The dilation of uh, uh, mental uh, capacitation. And more numbers out today. I was surprised by. I guess I wasn't surprised by the coverage yesterday, because economic coverage is terrible, as I always point out. The emphasis on the fact that it had slowed down slightly. Okay, whatever. Still over 8%. Well, yeah, I mean, at least it's not apparently growing as of last month. I mean, at least the horrors are not growing in horror. (laughs) It's still a horror. Right, yeah, exactly. And there are new numbers out today that make yesterday's numbers look worse. So we can get into those that just came out. Eh, fantastic. Um, the Biden administration is doing a big COVID summit as we speak because there's some theory that today is the day we pass a million COVID deaths, I guess. So, oh, I was going to say, I got to check my podcast player. I must be listening to a rerun. 
Uh, right, because I, I guess that we hit a million deaths sometime this week, which is a lot. I was on the phone last night talking with somebody. Somehow we got in a conversation of early in the pandemic what it was like, and it's it, it's easy to forget. It probably depends on where you live, but, um, man, there was a period of time when everything was closed where I live, and you couldn't go to the park. I mean, so the, you had kids. There is no place to go, nothing to do. Sit it was, at home and look at each other. It was crazy. Back in the Shanghai days of the, yeah. the COVID, the Chinese bat fever. Yeah, but so the, the, the USA Today has a front page story on this since we're at uh, people like round numbers, a million people died. Um, so side by side, they have an article. I don't think we're done with this, experts caution. Okay, next to it is a graph of people's attitudes, which is uh, doesn't fit with their headline. Percentage of Americans who describe the st- how people describe the state of the coronavirus pandemic in the United States right now, and the overwhelming majority is seventy three percent. So roughly three quarters say it's a manageable problem. You add in the seventeen percent who say COVID is not a problem at all right now, and you're at ninety percent. Wow, ninety so percent of Americans say it's not a problem at all or a manageable problem. Well, they're trotting out that uh, harem scarum story for the ten percent, I guess, hoping to get their clicks. Who? Oh, yeah. Who? Well, they, but politi- the, the politicians, and I realize it's mostly on the left. But look at this graph. You're no longer playing to a, a wide audience of people who think this is a big deal. All right, ninety percent of Americans are are okay. So shut up. Well, which goes back to my theory that the Democrats in particular, uh, you know, and those allied with them are feeling like they've lost the middle. They've lost the independence. So they're just doubling down on their base. But uh, that headline was a particularly interesting sort of clickbait that is uh, the idea is solidified in my head now. It's conflating the current covid with the worst, Mm. the worst of the Delta variant, say. That was combining uh, contagiousness with uh, with with uh, de- deadliness. And yes, I'm fully aware that it was not deadly for 99.8 percent of the people, or whatever. Uh, but so, so we're not done with this. What does this mean? At the risk of sounding like Bill Clinton, um, is this what we're currently dealing with? A, a a severe cold for some people. It kills a very very few, and most of us don't even know we have it. I'm I know we're not done with that. It's going to be around for the rest of my life probably. But are we done with this? Meaning the lockdowns and the masks and the children at home from school? Yeah, sure as hell we are. Yeah, we're done with it. So feel comfortable in knowing that 90% of Americans, you can't get 90% of Americans to agree on anything, but 90% agree that it's either a nothing or manageable at this point. So that should be the last word on that. Onward and upward. Or as our old uh, general manager used to say about 100 years ago, straight ahead. That was his uh, corporate sort of fire people up thing. Yeah, that was his rallying cry. Most of those corporate fire you up things, have they ever fired a single human being up? <clears throat> Probably just the assistant guy who aspires to the high, uh, the top guy's job. Scri- he scribbled down straight ahead. That's a good one. And then moved in close for a little butt smooching. <laughs> <laughs> Damned inflation, though. Now, that's the opposite of the that's the opposite of the polling we just talked about on the on the coronavirus. Everybody is worried about inflation. I don't care who you are. Everybody is. Yeah. Yeah, it's sickening. Every day you get poorer. Wow. 
Woof. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. If you buy nothing, you get poor, just in that your income is worth less. Um, but if you go out and buy stuff, it's just a constant slap in the face. How could this be that much? I think every day at something. Yeah, go into it like a like a, a I don't know what do you call a mid level restaurant a restaurant um, now costs what going out to the fancy meal used to cost. Yeah, yeah. Wow, and your story about the the airfare for Sam was oh, just shocking. Yeah, yeah. Well, airfare is up a lot along with everything else. Jeez, I feel like I I don't I I hadn't heard this, but I had to take an Uber ride the other day, and it was extraordinarily high for the amount the distance I went. I suppose it what's gone. How would it not? Price of gas, labor, everything else. Um, I suppose it's gone up too. Yeah, yeah, just crazy. Where does it end? How does it end? Probably with the economy being choked so hard. Uh, you know, everybody's too terrified to spend any money or or, or yeah, quit their job. Th- that's what I'm wondering: is that emotionally, how does this affect people over time? Little by little by little. I know I'm cutting back on the idea of eating out or 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 practically everything. And um, if that just grows and grows and grows, I don't know. That's going to be interesting to see. Two-thirds of the economy is consumer spending. Um, if, if everybody cuts back a little, that's a lot cumulative. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think I speak for a lot of folks who think, you know, I've got enough career left, I hope, to withstand like one more giant year 2000, year 2008 style crash. If not a crash, a, a big old collapse. But after that, man, gold bars and freeze-dried food. I can't take another one of these. I'm not young <laughs> enough. <laughs> oh yeah, Husbanding that... weaponry, needless to say. I actually don't think enough people recognize that when uh, th- th- that inflation number means that unless you're getting a raise, you just took a pay cut of that. I don't mm-hmm. think. An, I, I think if more people were aware of that, there'd be even more. Uh, Screaming and yelling in consternation, don't you think? Oh, that reminds me. I saw this headline uh, from the New York Times with the tease to the story, and the tease was why inflation is making people so angry. Oh, wow. I wonder. Hmm. I wonder why. I've wondered that. Getting poorer every day, having your savings disappear, wiped out by the invisible tax of inflation. Why are people angry about that? I can't imagine. Please explain it to me. As, by the way, economists left, right, and center have been, and and some talk show hosts, have been howling. If we keep spending like this, it's going to fuel disastrous inflation. Oh, no, no, no. No, this is the new postmodern. What's the what's the uh, economic theory they keep talking about? That you can print and borrow and spend as much money as you want, and it won't cause inflation. What's that term? I can't remember. Modern money supply? I think that's what it yeah, is. Yeah, something like modern monetary theory. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah, modern monetary theory, that's it. Yeah, I remember about a year ago, the in the halls of power, the intelligentsia, the universities, the halls of Congress, people were talking about, oh, no, no, no. Those dopey old economic rules don't apply anymore. We have progressed beyond them. Oh, Lord. We should start the show officially. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It's Thursday, May the 12th, the year 2022. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, let's begin officially then, according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go at Mark. I know you got to be frustrated. I know. I can taste it. There you go. 
That's Joe Biden feeling your pain about inflation. I can taste it. Uh, I don't know if Bill's f- f- fecal matter. I guess Bill Clinton didn't invent that with the uh, I feel your pain that he was credited for by some, mocked by others, depending on who you are. I guess FDR gets credit for consoling us or whatever. But that, I, I just I, I do. I'll never get the whole. It, the president needs to uh, reflect my feelings about something. Yeah. What? What is that? I, uh, come up with a policy that fix it. But the, where your emotions are, it doesn't really matter to me. I can taste it. Mmm, yummy. Um, oh, I think uh, there's a certain chunk of the population, I have no idea how big it is, probably pretty big, that's ruled almost entirely by emotion. I suppose there are some uh, Mr. Spock-like characters who are ruled mostly by, uh, you know, logic and intellect. But I think most of us are a healthy combination. But I think the crowd that really has no capacity for rational thought, they're just emotional beasts. Uh, they crave that sort of crap. I can't imagine needing it. My, gov- my governor's saying, I know... I know you're feeling down. I feel it myself. I don't care. Freaking do something about it. (laughs) I don't want the fireman to sit there consoling me about how sad it is that my home is fully engaged. I'd like him to squirt some water on it. So the inflation, he can taste it. He can can taste it. He can taste your frustration. Delicious, delicious uh, frustration with with, uh, supply chain gravy and a little COVID sauce. And some war in Ukraine uh, ranch dressing. I can taste it. All mixed together. How does mailbag look? It, it's fine. It, it, it is it, The lead email contains a rather strange accusation against you, sir. Okay. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, fin- one, one, by the way, I believe you are guilty of. It looks like Finland is joining NATO, as was expected, which is a huge deal. Another one of your neutral countries has joined NATO. Putin has got not only what he wanted, he's gotten the opposite of what he wanted out of this whole thing. I know, it's astonishing. Yeah, geez, what what a deal. Anyway, lots of stuff on the way. Text line 415-295-KFTC. Rapper Young Thug has been arrested, and uh, they claim he's actually in a gang and an actual criminal. Where they're going to use his lyrics against him in the courtroom. We can go through some of those lyrics. And uh, Joe has an amazing study for us we're going to talk about. I do indeed. What people look for when they're dating, and whether finding that has any effect on relationship happiness and further what does have an effect on relationship happiness boy if you're not interested in that i don't know who you are Uh, i don't know either uh also uh, all that talk about inflation economic uh, angst uh, the good folks of some of the nicer neighborhoods in orange county california aren't worrying about that because the place is on fire the first of the great uh, wildfires to afflict uh, southern california this year is raging or was raging Dozens of houses lost. Yikes! What a fire season it might be in the western U.S. Holy cow. Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day. Passed along by Jeff. I love this. This is one of my favorite Ayn Rand quotes. No matter what you think about her, this is uh, 
It's a great description of why we're so against big government here. Not just big government, but government that's involved in in, in all facets of your life. <clears throat> when you see that in order to produce, you need to obtain permission from men who produce nothing. Mm. When you see that money is flowing to those who deal, not in goods, but in favors. When you, see, when you see that men get richer by graft and by pull than by work. And your laws don't protect you against them, but protect them against you. When you see corruption being rewarded and honesty becoming self-sacrifice, you may know that your society is doomed. Mm. Wow, that one hurts. That left doomed! A, that left a mark. Yeah, we are screwed. As we've said for many years on this show, we are screwed and doomed unless we push back hard. And I don't, I don't even know if there's time. Mailbag. You can email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. The jaunty music, inappropriate. There should be more, I don't know, sinister, suspenseful music. Dear Mr. Getty, writes Michael, I think that something is wrong with Mr. Armstrong. I know you see it as I do. Oh, there are plenty of things. I think he's let his personal life so influence him that he is plotting against you. I have always been loyal to both of you as a team, but now I don't know who to trust. I pray that you'll be able to overcome this treacherous deceit your partner has been planning. Okay, I'm trying to figure out where this is going. That's it. Oh, that's it? Yeah. Where are they talking Where is it going? Toward your TD. Your treacherous deceit. (laughs) My TD? Yes. What what part of my personal life is influencing it? Influencing what? Well, it's, it's caused you to plot against me. All right. It's right there. It's all spelled out. Look, at Michael, look at the way he feigns confusion. The way he acts is, what are you talking about? <laughs> Treacherous deceit. Wow, that's interesting. Damn to, you. We'll have to ponder that one. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, I just like this because it's funny, and don't we need a little more funny in our lives? Matt from beautiful Macomb, Illinois, central Illinois. Uh, in the state of Alaska, a dirty, non-contiguous state. It's, it's a fake state. Uh, they've started the special primary to replace the late Don Young. Uh, he was a senator, right? Senator Young, I think. Uh, on said ballot, there is a clause, comma, Santa running. While I find that hilarious, I'm furious that his political stance is undeclared. Are you kidding me? An overweight, slave-holding, habitual breaker and enterer doesn't even have the milk and cookies to declare a side? Tighten up your leather belt, crack your whip, and let that friendless, red-nosed re- lead reindeer guide your path to at least taking a stance. <laughs> No, Santa Claus, of course Santa Claus is an independent. Please. <laughs> Fool. Uh, Roy, Roy the Marine, points out uh, on the question of uh, whether the mob is right or not, uh, d- d- decides whether they're allowed to break the law. A Georgetown professor actually said that. You can see that from the left. He reminds us that Nancy Pelosi praised the union members in Wisconsin that stormed the Wisconsin state capitol a couple oh, of years yeah, back, that's right. broke down the doors, and shattered windows. She tweeted, I stand with the students and workers of Wisconsin. Impressive show of democracy in action. S- literally was in favor of storming a capitol and breaking the windows. Because it was her side. Wow. It's as if they don't have any principles at all. <laughs> Quick version of the inflation news that's just out, and we'll get into it more later. The core CPI, which a lot of people think is the important number on inflation, doubled from March. So let's take a look at that later. Whoa. Armstrong and Getty. 
Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. So number one, block anyone you had a romantic interaction with. Like, obviously people you slept with is a no-no, but if I found out you held a hand and you're still following her, you're done. Number two, no following new women since the day we started dating, mm. um, period. What is that? <laughs> that is a woman sharing her list of rules for her boyfriend or a potential boyfriend. Yeah, man, in the modern world, the the, the opportunity for people to be if not straying kind of dabbling in it is so different than it was pre social media and smartphone and everything like that. It's just a completely different world. Sure. Just keeping the lines open, you know, uh, just keeping the, uh, the pathway to the door open. Yeah. In case I want to check back. Yeah. Yeah. Probably not great. So, uh, we have all sorts of great stuff, uh, to come. Interesting, uh, rip from today's headlines, etc. But I found this study so interesting. Uh, we shared it very late in the show um, yesterday and, and had to leave some stuff out because we were pressured for time. But um, it's the story of a, a, a study 
headed up by a young, energetic, uber-curious, and brilliant scientist, allegedly, Samantha Joel. I have no uh, doubt of that. Uh, she was interested in using data in a different way to predict successful romantic relationships. Uh, specifically, they studied heterosexual folk. Um, uh, she had... A noticeably different approach from others. She did not merely recruit a new tiny sample of couples. Instead, she joined together data from other already existing studies. She reasoned that if she could merge data from existing small studies, she could have a large data set and have enough data to reliably find what predicts relationship success and what does not. Uh, and the plan worked, more or less. She recruited a large number of scientists who had collected data on relationships. Her team ended up including 85 other scientists and built a data set of uh, over 11,000 couples. Uh, size of the data set, uh, impressive. So is the information contained in it. For each couple, she and her term of t- team of researchers had measures of how happy each partner reported being in their relationship. And they had data on just about anything you could think of to measure about the two people in the relationship. From demographics to physical appearance, uh, how attractive did other people rate their partner, etc. Hmm. Uh, education, income, race, sexual tastes. How frequently did each partner want sex? More and how freaky did they want that sex to be? Super freaky. Uh, needless to say. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Interests and hobbies, mental and physical health, values on politics, relationships, child rearing, and much, much more. Further, Joel and her team just didn't have more data than everybody else. They had better statistical methods. Uh, Joel and some of the other researchers had mastered machine learning, a subset of artificial intelligence that allows contemporary scholars to detect, detect subtle patterns in large mounds of data. One might call her project the AI Marriage Project, first to utilize these advanced techniques, etc., to predict uh, relationship happiness. After building her team, collecting and analyzing the data, Joel was ready to present the results. Uh, results of perhaps the most exciting project in the history of relationship science and scheduled wow. to talk. Uh, the o- biggest project in the history of relationship science. Finally, Indeed. we have an answer. Why do these people get together and, uh, you know, how do you predict? Oh, this is fantastic. I can't wait to hear the results. She scheduled a talk in October 2019 uh, at a university in Canada with a straightforward title. Can we help people pick better romantic partners? And the answer is no, absolutely (laughs) not. And what's weird about that is even if you could, you'd have to tell your heart because your heart makes these decisions. Generally, your heart goes pitter patter for that person. And not that person. And you don't know why. You've never known why. But what are you going to tell your heart? No, 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 no. We've uh, run it through the most comprehensive uh, study in the history of relationship science. And your heart's going pitter-patter for the wrong person. It should go pitter-patter for that person. Well, I don't have any feelings for that person. That doesn't make any difference. What would you do with the information? The heart and the brain have to slug it out, see who wins, I guess. But the number one and most surprising lesson in the data, Samantha Joel told us, is, quote, how unpredictable relationships seem to be. Yeah, I've noticed that. <laughs> uh, her, uh, her team of scientists found that demographics, preferences, and values of the two people had surprisingly little power in predicting whether those two people were happy in a romantic relationship. Uh, so we're done here. Or are we? In truth, there are important lessons in Joel and her co-author's machine learning project, even if uh, you know they, they failed in, in what they set out to do, which is frequently the way science goes, honestly, or at least sometimes. Uh, you'd end up discovering something, just not what you hope to. Uh, for one, while Joel and her team found that the power of all the variables uh, to predict a couple's happiness was surprisingly small, they did find a few variables in a mate that at least slightly increased the odds you'll be happy with them. Um, uh, blah, blah, blah. But 
One of the things they, they learned uh, is it, it deals with the question of how do people pick a romantic partner, and they talked about the, uh, the shiny qualities. Uh, someone tall, if it's a man. Someone of a desired race, even though most people never admit it. The shiny uh, qualities. Right. Someone rich. Someone in an enforcement profession, like a lawyer or fighter fighter. Someone with a sexy name. Uh, someone uh, just like ourselves. And then they go into unnecessarily uh, detailed detail, but... Uh, religious affiliation, height, occupation, physical attractiveness, previous marital status, sexual taste, similarity, one, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they called those the irrelevant eight because they just didn't make any difference in predicting happiness. There is something going on in our brains that is gazillions of years old about procreation and mating that picks up on things that we haven't figured out yet. And tells you, tells your whole body, that's the person you need to be with. That's the person you need to be with. That's what I think. And if I'm going to be completely open-minded about it, I'm a, I'm a fan of uh, monogamy and fidelity. Um, but I do find myself wondering whether the mating urge is even more distinct from the coupling urge than, than a guy like me would like to admit. Oh well, I, when I say mating, I I don't mean just you know having a kid because procreating is you have to you have to get together, do it, uh, have a, a baby, and then raise that thing to uh, you know be able to go out into the world and procreate itself. So there's mm-hmm. there's there's real anthropological desire I got to believe in the body to find somebody you're going to stay with and raise the kid with, isn't there? You know, you're absolutely right, particularly for the first 99.9% of human history, uh, the male being there with a spear and ready to use it was incredibly important. Um, anyway, uh, they did discover one powerful predictor of whether people would be happy in a relationship. Say there's a person, John, who's partnered with Sally. You want to predict whether John is happy in the relationship. You're allowed to ask John and or Sally any three questions about themselves and use this information to predict John's relationship happy, happiness. What questions would you want to ask? According to the head of research, blah, 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 some is, uh, other research in relationship science, the best three questions to figure out whether John is happy with Sally would have nothing to do with Sally. In fact, all would be related to John. The best question to predict John's happiness with Sally would be something like these questions. John? Were you satisfied with your life before you first met Sally? John, were you free from depression before you met Sally? John, did you have a positive feeling before you met Sally? In other words, uh, researchers found people who answered yes to such questions are much more likely to be happy in romantic relationships. In other words, a person who's happy outside the relationship, far more likely to be happy inside as well. And there's actually a cute uh, sentence or two that data geeks and young researchers, they mostly like to explode conventional wisdom and kind of cliched sayings, but they figure they found, nope, this one is true. So uh, using a relationship to get out of a emotional slump of some sort is not a good idea. Right, right. And, and you know, it's funny, as a compassionate uh, soul, I find myself thinking, well, wait a minute. If people are more or less unhappy or angst-ridden or depressed in life, that means they can never have a happy relationship. I don't think that's true. I just think if you find yourself unhappy in your relationship, you know, work on yourself. I think, speaking of ancient wisdom, um, make sure you're happy in your own skin. How do I put this? I'm not good at this stuff. I don't but, know. But to the earlier part of the study where they found kind of no rhyme or reason and me saying the heart wants what the heart wants, 
hasn't everybody, you know, fallen for somebody or had a crush on somebody, whether it turned into anything or not? And there's like no particular reason. Sure, you find them attractive, but usually in a class full, workplace full of other attractive people that Mm. didn't make your heart go pitter patter. So why? I mean, it's it's mysterious. Well, people use the term chemistry to talk about we get along well. We laugh at the same jokes or whatever. No, literally chemistry. Yeah, no kidding. I think something so deep within us, we don't even understand it. But the one that's fascinating, the one indisputable uh, uh, conclusion of this study was that and they put it like this. Call it the first law of love in the dating market. People compete ferociously for mates with qualities that do not increase one's chances of romantic happiness. Say that again. In the dating market, people compete ferociously for mates with qualities that do not increase one's chances of romantic happiness. Huh. Stupid people. Stupid heart. Yeah. The heart is an evil organ. It really is. Well, it's it's an idiot, for one. Um, I wonder if it has to do with the modern dating versus uh, the dating for the first 99.98% of human history. Well, like I was a caveman and know how it went. Uh, okay, I'll just say, you know, uh, the past few centuries. Well, no, a lot of that was arranged marriage. Sure. I just, what I was driving toward, whether it's true or not, and I'm beginning to suspect it's not, is the process of getting to know someone and deciding if you're comfortable with them. Comfort. I, I, I don't, I've never done online dating, and I don't plan to, but... um. I wonder if the, I don't know exactly how it works, but if like, if it's matching up people based on like your likes and interests, is that the, is that a good idea? Is that the best way to do it? That's not exactly what the heart does in terms of look at that person. They make my heart go pitter pat. I'm going to go explore them in yeah. terms of seeing if they're interested. That's not based on a whole list of things that you put on a profile and that you know about them. Right, right. Yeah, absolutely true. Um, the, the one thing I want to throw in, because I read it a while back and it made a great sense to me, is one of the great predictors of relationship success is whether, and I wish I had the categories in front of me, but there are just a couple of categories of people who, whether it's a negative thing, like a disagreement or a harsh word or something like that, or a positive thing, uh, uh, viewing a sunset together, you know, a, a romantic moment, whatever, there are some people who, for whom those moments are big, mm. both the uh, positive and the negative. And then there are some people who are much more detached. They might be wonderful people, but, you know, the sunset together doesn't mean much to them. And if somebody says something kind of cruel that they shouldn't have, that doesn't mean that much to them so either. So is that a good thing or a bad thing? Well, no, that's the thing. If you're both the same, oh, it'll work. Oh, gotcha. Right. Gotcha. Right. That makes sense. Interesting. Well, well, and you know, it's, I'm not going to reveal too much, but my uh, youngest, who is a, a lovely young woman, it tends to be uh, good stuff is big and bad stuff is big. And she was with a guy for a while who we're all very fond of, but he was the opposite. He was the much more cool, detached type. And they realized after a while, this is not working and we can't quite figure out why, but I oh. think it was that. Oh, that's the worst feeling. The this is not working feeling is among the most unpleasant feelings anyone can have. Yeah, yeah, but uh, they parted as well as people can, I think. But uh, I've always believed that to be true. Maybe oversimplified, but true. Uh, you can comment on this anytime you want. Uh, we got a text line, 415-295-KFTC. So the spin of the inflation numbers yesterday, it can be hard to spin today's inflation numbers as they are not good. Uh, I can explain that for you a little bit, among other things, on the way. 
Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. The Armstrong and Getty Show. President Biden visited a farm in Illinois where he announced new steps to fight rising food costs and inflation. You know your presidency is in rough shape when your staff is like, it's time to drive you to a farm upstate. (laughs) Yet when Biden first arrived, a Secret Service agent was like, older McDonald is on the farm. (laughs) E-I-O. But this was strange. At one point, Biden actually walked into a cornfield and slowly disappeared. If you build back better, votes will come. Wow. Wow. That reminds me, I was listening to a podcast yesterday with the authors of This Will Not Pass, that book that's uh, roiling Washington, D.C., and the nuggets most of the press is taking out are all about the problems with McCarthy and Trump and stuff like that. But they spend every bit as much time on the Biden-Harris side of the books, just the most of the media is not interested in that. Anyway, um, they talked about how everybody in the Democratic Party is constantly talking behind closed doors about Biden's age and how he can't run for a second term. That's a constant conversation among Democrats. That's wild, man. How is it not a bigger story? The entire party is talking about the leader of our party is too old to do his job. we got to get somebody new. That's a major story. 
Yeah, I guess I just think it's self-evident. I don't have much to say other than, yeah, that's clearly so. I can't believe anybody pretends otherwise. It just it's it's the emperor has new clothes has no clothes to suggest that there's any chance he'll run. It looks to me he is visibly older than when he took the gig not two years ago. Right. Visibly, audibly, troublingly older. So the consumer price index is the most used number for inflation. It's not the most numbered used number among economists. I don't know why it works this way. Why do why does the mass media use a number that economists don't use? It's the same with the unemployment number. The number the media uses is not the number that like business people use. Well, it's like uh, you know, TV is obsessed with the Dow Industrial Average when you're much better off looking at the S and P for whatever reason. But why do we do that? <laughs> well, anyway, we know. we do it regardless of why. So yesterday, the CPI, the big number for inflation, came out and it was down slightly. So that was the headline for everybody. Yay! Even, even though it was still a forty-year high, um, you know, it's like this is good news. Well, the core inflation number came out. That's the number that. Analysts actually prefer, and Google it if you don't believe me, this is the number that analysts actually prefer if they're trying to figure out what is our current inflationary pressure, how bad is inflation. That's the number that they look at. And it doubled as that number is out today. Uh, that's the, the core inflation excludes food and energy because they go up and down so fast, they, they figure that that throws everything off. So they take that one out. Um, it rose 0.6% from March, double the rate from the prior month. And whoa, not an annualized rate, but month to month. Right. And higher than the 0.4% that they were forecast, whatever that means. I don't understand that whole game. But anyway, so the, 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 the number that real people who look into this look at doubled. So calm down on the whole good news stuff from yesterday. And I'm not rooting for the economy. I'm not somebody that roots for a bad economy to help my politics. No way. I want the economy to roar all the time <laughs> up until the moment I need to start taking money out of my 401k. Yeah, here, here. So I'd heard that gas prices actually went downward in April, and that's what made the overall number look look better. Yeah, I remember they did for a little bit. We we set records the last two days in a row for the price of gas, so they're back up to where they were before. But that's exciting stuff. Um, how much time have I got, Michael? Because this is a fun story. Uh, about two minutes. So in the modern world, everybody gets Ken boned. That's the term we use. It refers to a guy, it doesn't matter how, but he kind of became a meme for a while. Like, you just average person bursts on the celebrity scene because of something that happens on a video. But then everybody dug into his social media and found out he had particular porn use needs and, and ruined him. So that's what happens to anybody now. If you're, if you're, if you're a, if you're somebody who yodels in a Walmart and it goes viral for a day, on the third day, somebody's gonna like find out something you tweeted in high school and ruin your life. Well, everybody loved the story of the come from out of nowhere Kentucky Derby winner, didn't they? Eric Reed, the twi- the trainer, they went back and found a tweet he made about Kamala Harris, and now he's being questioned oh, 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 in oh, every no. interview he does. He gets questioned about this now, so now he's just shutting down. He's not, not, not doing interviews anymore. No more getting to go on the late night shows and travel around and being hailed. Oh, what was it like? Were you surprised when the 80 to 1? Did you think you could win? No, nope, no. Nope. All the questions are about uh, a tweet that he put out where <laughs> he was... He, he uh, suggested Kamala Harris got the job because she was, quote, on her knees. 
Oh, um, my. Begging for it? I don't understand. Yeah, well, I won't get into the details. <laughs> but uh, so there you go. Everybody gets Ken Boned in the modern world. You have a moment mm. of glory, and then they dig into your social media past, find something that would be problematic, and you're back to square one. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, he's got the money anyway. Yeah. Uh, Dang it, though. Wow. He, you would have thought he'd had a longer run than, what, four days, three days. The, the, he was on ESPN yesterday thinking he's going to do another one of those fun interviews about the plucky trainer and the horse and the comfort. Nope, they immediately got into the Kamala Harris tweet. And do you stand by that and that sort of stuff? So, Do you actually suggest the vice president got her job by blah, 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 blah. Yeah, okay. All right. Because people <laughs> never make nasty jokes to each other half seriously because they think they're funny. Oh, my God. If you miss an hour of the show, grab the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.